Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought a new build property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian and I run Lively Professional Services Limited, a new build snagging company. In this week's episode, let's have a look at some more of our YouTube conversations. But before we get started, I'd like to thank everyone who has downloaded the podcast because without you, it would not be as successful as it is. So thank you. Here we go. This first one is from a survey we did in Teesside on a persimmon homes development the house levels were stepped and the developer had just filled the higher ground level against the house with no tanking detail so this is my conversation with the customer and the report says location five left hand elevation assigned to the ground worker the ground level is high breaching the dpc with no visible tanking detail above the ground level which was about 600 millimeters above the dpc this does not comply with building regulations and this is the response from the customer Hi Ian, thank you. Your report seems to have shot persimmon into action. I've seen more trades here today than I have since I moved in. Just a quick question please, if I may. The ground workers have been round but just pulled the gravel away from the wall. They seem to think this has remedied the situation. There's nothing holding the gravel away and as soon as the next door neighbour walks on it, I think it will fall back to the way it was. Should they not be installing some kind of damp proof? When I asked the assistant site manager, he said it was double damp proofed, so they didn't need to do anything else. Just wondered what you think. Well, my response is, hi, that's good news. The trades have turned up. There should be some form of damp proof course stopping any water penetration at the side of your house. The double DPC won't make any difference given the height of the ground level next door. There should be a clear 150mm below the level of your DPC or a barrier installed to prevent any possibility of damp penetration along the left-hand elevation. Hope this makes sense. She came back, hello again. I've attached photos of the finished works. Site manager is coming round tomorrow with a tile for inspection number five. Give me strength. I will pick it up with them and show him again your diagram. Thanks for your help. So I responded, hi, I would ask the site manager what provision they have put in place to stop any damp penetration. Reducing the level of the stone is not the answer. There needs to be a physical barrier, such as a tanking detail, along that elevation. We should also go below the ground floor slab by a minimum of 150mm, but should be really down to the foundation. If they can retain the stone 150mm below the damp-proof course, then that should be okay. Raking it back along your neighbour's path is not the answer. She then came back. Hi Ian, hope you're well. I have not managed to make any progress with the above issue. Mainly, it would seem because no one knows how to rectify it. Am I right in thinking this is a fairly big job to rectify properly? Should I be expecting to see a micro digger or similar digging up the path so they can insert the tanking against the wall and or then making sure that the level does not come less than two bricks high from the initial DPC? Many thanks in advance. So I responded again. I, yes, it's a fairly big job and we'll probably need a mini digger to do it properly. Don't give up. Keep on at your developer to rectify it. It needs to be a minimum of two bricks or 150 millimetres below the level of the DPC. She then comes back. Hi Ian, apologies to bother you again regarding this issue. The proposal that has been put forward this morning is to dig the gravel out and insert some sort of retainer. They are questioning whether tanking is necessary. After looking at it in detail again this morning, the wall is already looking very wet. Can you please give me an idiot's guide as to what needs to happen? Thanks in advance. So I responded. Hi, if they're looking at a retainer away from your wall, that should be okay. The wall will be wet, but should dry out nicely once they have reduced the ground level. Hope this helps. 
It just goes to show that some developers will try and get away with anything. Not installing a proper tanking detail or barrier for damp and just piling spoil and, and stone against the house is not a good way to build. But that was resolved and that has now been put to bed. So, okay, and well done to Persimmon. Bit of a fight though. Next one. So this is another conversation that we had with a, a video on our YouTube channel. The fact is that the site agent or company insurance agent, e.g., and HBC should be finding these faults before they hand over. Being a tradesman myself, I am shocked at how the person doing the job will be happy leaving it like that. My point of view has always been the customer has paid at least a quarter of a million pounds for this house and it should be right. I agree. There is a clear lack of pride in new build sites and it's not always the trade's fault. Greed, numbers and the fact that no one is checking the work leads to corners being cut. The whole system needs to be sorted out but it will never change as long as developers get away with producing such shoddy homes. And I have come to the conclusion that the NHBC is a complete waste of time and they need disbanding along with all the other warranty providers. So I'll get another one back on the same video. I assume the site builders won't let you inspect their houses prior to handover. I can imagine some of these issues that are found could be a nightmare to live with while they are getting resolved be much better to get any such issues resolved before moving in. I responded to this, Hi, the New Homes Quality Board, and we wait to see how these are going to perform, have put in place a pre-completion checklist where we can now go in before legal completion and visually check the house. The emphasis, though, is on a visual inspection. Unfortunately, this restricts us to just looking and not using tools such as levels, thermal cameras, or anything else to help protect the customer's investment. The majority of these issues should have been picked up and rectified long before we arrived to inspect them. Somebody else comes back. What's the point of that then? Clearly something to hide. Possibly, but not always. Here's another one. Most times if issues are mentioned to management, it goes down as, ah, they'll stick it on a snagging list if they see it. A snagging list should be a few snags on a house, not eight pages of A4 paper and that was both sides of each page or a full rebuild, which I've near enough seen on one site. And that wasn't one house, but multiple. As for vent covers, they're crap at the best of times. But I did laugh one day when a site manager asked if I could help out getting a few houses ready. Fine, not an issue. Eight houses and the stores I checked to find and swipe event covers to sort the houses out that were on CML that day. I couldn't find one. So I ended up going to a site opposite, hoping they had a few which they did. Anyway, I went to see the site manager and said, you need to sort next door out with a few wind events and maybe a good idea to order a few more. His reply was, should I order five? Nah, mate, sarcastically, six would be better. Where the hell do they find these imbeciles? And more to the point, who were the complete imbeciles employing these imbeciles in site management? A little bit strong, but obviously he was a bit disgruntled with the site manager not giving him the correct information or materials to do the job. So I responded, what you were describing is common throughout the industry. That is, why it is in such a mess. So somebody else came back. The standard of work you keep showing us leads me to believe, one, the same guys are working on all these houses, or two, there was a dodgy instructor in one of the colleges training the present generation how to do crappy work. <laughs> Somebody else came back. The fact is, the supposed trades just don't give a shit as long as they're paid. So I came back and said, unfortunately, this is the standard of most new houses. You do get some that are very good and the attention to detail is spot on, but they are not the norm. Somebody else came back with it. I got my house, been waiting for eight years. When I got the house, it was proper cowboy builders. 
electric problems, broken door, crack on brickwork above the sitting room window, worn out bathroom tub, garden had waterlogged. The reason I didn't complain, they might not have given me the house after paying them six years rent. I finally managed to buy the house. What shocked me, the person who came to value the house never looked at these problems. In plain English, corruption everywhere. Well, don't agree with corruption everywhere. Never ever seen any backhanders or anything like that. And I've been in the industry now for over 43 years. So yeah, more training is needed. Yeah, some of the people doing these inspections and jobs are not up to it. Here's another one. Luke Awful, I had to admit, I bought a persimmon almost 18 months ago. And apart from a few small snags, it's fine. The guys fix the snags within a week or two. I guess it depends on the builders and tradesmen. They get in particular areas. I'm very pleased with my house. Shame this looks so bad. So I responded with, Hi, that's great news. I am really pleased you have bought on a good site with a good site management team. It really does depend on the site management and trades on the development you buy on and not who the developer is. Somebody else comes back. The really sad thing is you feel like in 10 or more years time when people like this guy retire, meaning me, these snags will just become the accepted standard. So I responded back to him and I said, I think we are already there. I hope my videos help home buyers who don't use a professional snagger identify snags within their newly built houses. After all, that's why I set the business up and started doing the YouTubes to give people advice and help in identifying snags. Not everybody wants to use a professional snagger. So here's another one. Ian, nobody's checked because nobody gives a damn. The general standard now seems to be it's near enough. It's very obvious that there are not enough Virgos in the house building trade. Mm, not sure about you about Virgos, but here we go. So I responded, Hi, I was hoping the new homes quality board would start to make a difference, but there is no sign yet. Year-end completions are upon us and developers are back to their old ways, rushing to finish houses and bullying customers into taking completion before Christmas. So we have a guy that's come back here and he's been having issues for quite a long while. This is quite interesting is this i've spoken to the chair and mp the mp has stepped down the chair is meaning the chairman has zero interest in existing defective homes the new rules will make absolutely zero difference again speaking about the new homes quality board and the new homes ombudsman snaggers will have to use their predetermined list of items to look at to go into a house you'll also need to arrange inside of two weeks to get a snagger in before completion but you won't have any notification of this two weeks until it happens rendering it impossible you'll also still be obliged to complete so it makes no difference nhbc will still refuse to enforce standards engage in mediation and red raw this is the developer that he's having lots of problems with no it'll cost them less on the long run to just ignore the problems what is needed is a legal enforcement of standards prison sentences for intentionally ignoring dangerous defects that place people in arms way whilst also putting a hold on all planning permission until all existing defects are dealt with in full with compensation it's too easy for them to just sit on it and do nothing they've already had your money somebody else comes back in looks like this has been the site mess room sites sometimes use a house as their office canteen toilet and shelter for all site workers instead of using temporary porter cabin types of buildings those stirs are a strong clue unfortunately the developer's main priority especially volume house builders is their share price not their purchases welfare a completion will be a financial completion adding to their financial target and ultimate share value this is where the money's the sale price is now in their bank account alas there's now little incentive to achieve and provide a satisfactory finished job 
If a mortgage is involved, the mortgage surveyor may have performed a final survey authorising release of funds to the builder and overlooked the disgraceful condition on the basis that these snags are not structural defects. The mortgage provider may have their own targets where this completion has now added towards any target they may have too and any mortgage repayments will now add to their revenue stream. Morally, the developer is in breach of contract. Good ethics, good business, shame them into providing the goods at a satisfactory level of quality. Anyone contemplating buying a new home should be prepared for the high stress levels that, as this video shows, can ensue. Generally, there are no bad troops only bad generals good luck to the purchaser who's also a customer so i replied to this hi unfortunately for this customer the house has not been used as temporary site accommodation it was in the ongoing build area which makes it worse i agree with you morally the developer is in breach of contract posting these videos is hopefully making a difference as i know some directors and site managers watch them from the conversations i've had with some when i am on site so as you can see from some of the comments we get, there are a large number of new build house buyers who are having issues across the country. And the issues that we pick up in the Northwest, we're also now picking up in the Southwest, in the Northeast and in Yorkshire. So it's a common fault throughout the industry that nobody's checking. Nobody, including the warranty providers, are doing the job they paid for. And unfortunately, new home buyers are having to pay the price for it through stress, inconvenience, and disappointment. I'd like to thank you for listening today and hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and please share the podcast with friends or if you are a member of the Facebook group on your development, please could you share it with them as other new build home buyers might find it useful. If there's anything you would like me to cover or have a question, then please drop me an email to socials at services. Don't forget or one word, .co.uk. And if you want to know more about what we do or would like more information, you can visit our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. So until next time, see you soon.